G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. They say that love makes the world go round. Perhaps it does. But what is love? And what about when the going gets tough? What does love look like then? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at this whole love thing from a different perspective. And do stick with me because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called Discovering Your Legacy of Love. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help you plant the sorts of seeds today that'll still be bearing fruit in your life gone. We live in a world where people are plagued by fears and insecurities. Sometimes they're obvious, but other times they bubble away under the surface, robbing people, you and me even, of a good life, a life worth living. You know, the sort of life that makes you want to fill your lungs with fresh air, look out at the day ahead and think, man, I just can't wait to live my life today. Fears and insecurities are like termites in hidden places. They eat the life out of us. There's only one cure, love, perfect love, the sort of love that never gives up on us. Because that sort of love is a firm foundation, like a rock that we can plant our feet on. It's the sort of love that makes us feel safe again, that makes people feel safe again. It's the sort of love we expect from God. But let me ask you, what if that very sort of love poured out of your life and mine into the lives of people around us? What would the world look like then, I wonder? This week on A Different Perspective, we're looking at something the Apostle Paul wrote about a couple of thousand years ago. He called it the fruit of the Spirit. The basic principle was this. He said, look, we've got a human nature on the one side, and that human nature, I don't know about yours, but my human nature is pretty selfish by and large. I like to get what I want, when I want it, how I want it. I want to be comfortable. I want to be well off. You know, that's what our human nature is like. It's selfish. He said, you've got one of those. Each one of us has one of those. And on the other hand, we have a capacity to have a relationship with God. And Jesus' promise was that when we say, yeah, I believe in you, that he would send his Holy Spirit to live in us. And Paul said, you know, there's a thing called the fruit of the Spirit. Now, we want to go and put our roots down in the human nature. We looked at this yesterday on the program. And if you missed that, you can go and listen to it online at adifferentperspective.org. We looked at putting our roots down into our human nature. And Paul said, you're going to grow some bad fruit if that's your plan. He said, on the other hand, if you put your roots down into God, if you say, look, I want to have this relationship with you, God, and I just want to grow in that relationship, and I I want to drink you in and know you and understand you. He said, well, if you do that, if your roots are down into God, then you're going to grow some other fruit. It's going to be good fruit. Now, you and I are two different people. Chances are you are going to grow different fruit to the fruit that I'm going to grow. None of us is good at everything in life. You are probably good at things that I'm not good at. And maybe I'm good at things that that you're not good at. So we'll grow different fruit in our lives as we have a relationship with God. But the qualities of good fruit, the flavor and the vitamins and the roughage and the qualities will be the same. 
And Paul, in his letter to the Galatian church, chapter 5 and verse 22, if you want to look it up, he says, look, the fruit of the Spirit is like this. It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Nine of them, nine aspects of that fruit. Today on the program, we're going to begin with love. I remember listening to someone say, the first and the last, love and self-control, are like the bookends of the nine. You take those away and the whole thing falls over. We don't have love and we don't have self-control. These nine just don't hang together. But the very first aspect of the fruit of the Holy Spirit that Paul writes about is love. Without love, the list falls over. So what is love? Is it a feeling? Is it sex? Is it romance? What is love? Well, interesting. The New Testament talks about three kinds of love. The first is friendship. The word that it uses, the Greek word, is Philadelphia. No, it's not a cream cheese. No, it's not a state in the USA. It's a Greek word that means the sort of love that we have amongst friends, good friends. The second word that it uses is eros. That's the word that we get erotic from. And that's about sexual love, love between a man and a woman. And the third type of love that it talks about is agape. Again, that's a Greek word. And that word means unconditional love. So, which of the three words did Paul use here in this list that he begins of the fruit of the Spirit? The very first one he talks about is love. Was it Philadelphia, friendship, eros, sexual love, agape, unconditional love? It was the last one. So, the fruit of the Spirit is unconditional love. The very first quality that Paul lists is unconditional love. You and me, We can be pretty unlovable some days, can't we? Grumpy and scratchy and we roll over the top of people. Love is easy in the good times. When people are behaving themselves and they're being lovable, they're easy. But I bet you, you can think of at least one or two people in your life, I can in my life right now, who are being unlovable. They're hard to love. I think of them having a lovability score. You know, some days difficult people have a high lovability score and think, oh, okay, it's easier to love them today. And other days they have, boy, they're in the red, they're in the negative, and think, how am I possibly meant to love this person today with an agape kind of love, an unconditional kind of love? Well, whether their lovability score is in the black or in the red, agape love, unconditional love, is steady all the way through. It is exactly the same day after day after day. It doesn't depend on what that other person is doing. doesn't depend on whether the other person is having a good day or a bad day or whether you and I are having a good day or a bad day. If we're going to have the sort of fruit in our lives that is unconditional love, it is constant and rock solid. And you might say, come on, Bernie, no one does that. No one has that ability. Maybe one or two saints that we know in life, but surely not you and me. Well, I would agree with you. I would say that that sort of love, when it comes to my human nature, and maybe even your human nature, is unnatural love. You know, I find that sort of love difficult love. My human nature says, on the days when that person has a low lovability score, I want to saw him in half. Yet God's nature, God's nature says that while we were still sinners, while we were still unlovable, Jesus died for us. God's love is so different to what comes naturally out of you and me. So where do you get this sort of love? Way back years ago, 
in the olden days, as my kids love to say, centuries ago, there were people called alchemists, right? And alchemists tried to turn lead into gold. That's what they tried to do. It never worked. It was a sham. They painted the lead gold and tried to sell it off, but alchemy never worked. You know something? Trying to get that sort of love in my life from my own human nature is a bit like alchemy. You and I can't work our way into being unconditional lovers of people who are unlovable some days. And Paul said, that's exactly it. We can either sow to the human nature and reap the bad fruit of our human nature, or we can put our roots deep down in a relationship with Jesus. And as we get closer to him, as we experience firsthand, day by day, his unconditional love for us, as we wrap our hearts around that, we're going to grow some fruit in our lives. And it's going to be good fruit. It's fruit that we just won't be able to help to grow. It'll be the fruit of unconditional love. If we believe in Jesus and we put our roots down in him, deep into his unconditional love, and draw it up into us, he grows the fruit And when it's mature, it'll yield the most tasty, wonderful fruit. Not for you, not for me, but for the people whom we come into contact with and who come to us and taste our fruit and say, man, I have never, ever experienced unconditional love like this. We all like to think that at the end of the day, our lives on this earth will have weighed in to leave a lasting legacy of love in the lives of those whom we love most. Sad thing is, though, that all too often we're too busy living life today to make that investment for tomorrow. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Discovering Your Legacy of Love. It's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you plant the sorts of seeds today that will still be bearing fruit when you're long gone. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.